Today's episode is very proudly brought to you by InReachCo, Australia's first exclusively regional, rural and remote allied health job platform. InReachCo was created by allied health professionals for allied health professionals and is committed to connecting Australian communities with the allied healthcare workers they need. For a simple and interactive way to explore current regional and remote positions, or for businesses wanting to explore current job advertisement opportunities, head to www.inreachco.com.au. Links will also be in the show notes. G'day guys and welcome to Holly the OT Podcast. My name is Holly and I am an occupational therapist looking to create a judgment-free zone for all OT students, new grads and early year therapists. Join me as I give my honest opinions on the highs and the lows and the ins and the outs of being an OT. Before I start today's episode, I would like to acknowledge the Uwalarai people, who are the traditional custodians of the land this episode was recorded. G'day guys, welcome back to another episode of Holly the OT Podcast. How is everyone? It is almost Christmas, which is just absolutely crazy. I feel like it is a crazy time of year, trying to get everything done before the end of the year, but everything's also slowing down and it's just, it's my favorite time of year, so it's good. Today's episode is a super exciting episode because I am interviewing one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. If you haven't seen from the title, I'm interviewing Beth, who is one of my work colleagues. She's also one of my bestest friends, and she is also a speech pathologist, which is so rogue, considering this is an OT podcast, but we are talking all things rural health, all things, making the leap to jump and work really and making adult friendships and all that good stuff. Before I get into a little bit more about Beth though, I want to give you my highs and my lows for the last fortnight. My high would be I've just come back from a week of leave because why not? I went to a festival, I caught up with my boyfriend, we met up in the Gold Coast did all of my favorite things, filled that therapy cup. There is an ongoing trend here if you are listening to my episodes regularly that I am happiest once I've gotten back from camping. So I did that. I'm feeling refreshed and it's great. My low for the last fortnight is I'm just feeling a bit overwhelmed with wait lists and knowing that I can't provide a service uh, to everyone in this town who needs it. I was really, really lucky that when I started, I was the first sort of OT, pediatric OT. So anyone who needed a service, I could offer them a service pretty much straight away. I was working from from the ground up, but now it's gotten to a point where my books are, are closed and word is getting out that I'm here and I guess I'm making a good imp- impact in town. So there's positive, positive referrals coming through. But yeah, it can be really challenging when I know that I can't offer something to everyone. So I've just been navigating that, but it is all a part of it. And I know I can't do everything, but it is what it is. What can you do? But just reflecting on that myself this week. And waitlist can be really overwhelming for anyone. I don't know if there's any pediatric service at the moment, whether it's speech, OT, whatever it is that doesn't have a waitlist. Yeah, it can be really hard knowing that there's so many kids that need a service that aren't getting a service. But just a friendly reminder to look after yourself and remember that you are just one person. And we all obviously want to change the world and do wonderful things, but there's only so much one person can do. So be kind to yourself. 
Now back into today's episode. So it is with Beth, who is a speech. She, she's worked rurally for probably three of her four working years. She's an absolute legend and I could just chat with her for hours. We do chat for hours. We are housemates out here in Lightning Ridge. And I know it might be a little bit weird to get a speech to you on first go, but I wanted to bring on someone that I knew, loved all the things I loved and really trying to put an emphasis on rural health coming into the end of the year. But the episode is so chaotic. We have so much fun together. There is a few issues with the sound, so I do apologize for that. Um, tried to make it work, but if you have to turn your volume up and down, I do apologize. As you guys know, I am a podcast rookie, but it's an absolute great chat and I hope you guys uh, love listening to Beth just as much as I loved talking to her. Let's get into it. Welcome to the very, very first guest of Holly the OT podcast, Bethany. <laughs> Hello, Holly. <laughs> oh, Welcome to Beth, the very first guest of Holly the OT podcast. Very excited to have you here. Super excited to be here. Thank you, Holly. Let's get straight into it, Beth. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me where you studied, what you studied, and how you got to where you are now. Uh, so I'm a speech pathologist and I studied my um, Bachelor of Speech Pathology at University of Queensland, finished in 2018. I have been out of uni for four years now, so did a year out rurally in Chinchilla and then moved to the coast and I'm back out rurally working with you, which is amazing. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this awesome little town, Lightning Ridge. Beautiful. Now, Beth, you didn't know I was going to do this, um, so I'm putting you on the spot here, but I want you to explain to me your best (laughs) description of what occupational therapy is, because obviously you're not an OT, and this is an OT podcast, and I don't think there's going to be any speeches listening. If you are, hello, but uh, I don't think there will be. So, Beth, what is OT in your understanding? Um, So, um, usually when Holly and I do a joint session, I explain what I do and then I leave Holly to explain the occupational therapy part. Which makes sense. Um, But as an occupational therapist, you support um, people of all ages in their activities of daily life. So any of their occupations could be your, your job as a child, it's play, it's being a student. Um, anything you need to do in your daily life, you will support someone to be the best they can be. Great. She's nailed it. She's an OT. She's one of us. Not bad, Beth. I'm, I'm impressed with You're that. You're all pretty amazing. I um, definitely appreciate all you do. <laughs> Great. We love that. Uh, now, Beth, did you know you always wanted to be a speechy? How did you get to speechy world? Uh, no, I... At high school, always wanted to do art, design sort of stuff. Thought about... Did you? I did. There you I go. did, yeah. I um, really love being creative. And when I went to all my careers meetings, all the people were sort of like, eh, not many jobs in that area. So when some universities came to present the courses at the at the end of year 12 or the middle of year 12 and whenever we had to put our preferences in um uh uni came and presented about speech pathology and I thought that was pretty awesome and a 
great way to combine my love for being creative and supporting children's development. I popped in my application for uni um, to do speech as number one and psychology for number two as um, something else that I may fall back on. And I had to fall back on it because I didn't make the, um, at the time, Queensland OP to get straight into speech. So I did a year of psychology and that was a lot of fun because I got to do a bit of uni and have a lot of fun too. (laughs) And for those not from Queensland, OP is ATAR. Is that my, I think most other states do ATAR and I think now Queensland do ATAR as well, but that was OP. What did that stand for? I have no idea. Great. It was just a a (laughs) long time ago, long time ago. So you went to psych? I went to psych and it was really good because I got to plan for the following year to apply for speech. So I did all the subjects that I could do so that I could transfer into speech and I got heaps of credits which was amazing. And how was uni for you? How would you explain yourself as a student? Were you a a diligent student? Were you a bit of a wafty student like me? How how would you explain yourself? Um, I was pretty diligent. I (laughs) (laughs) definitely aimed for pretty good grades. Now Beth didn't say this at the start, sorry to cut you off Beth, but Beth has a Bachelor of Speech Pathology honours and we always have to put our um, degrees in things that we're doing. Uh, and Beth never includes her honours. And I'm always <laughs> telling her she should include her honours because that is an achievement. So you obviously achieved an honours degree. Like, that's no mean feat. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> Thank you to the feature clap from our audience member, Loren. <laughs> Adding the pressure. <laughs> Would you go back and study again? Um, I have made lifelong friends from uni mm-hmm. and such a great network of um, great girls that I can rely on at any point if I have a question about my job or my life they're always there for me so I would definitely go back in a heartbeat because they are incredible love that um and I also really do love the career that I've chosen so it would definitely be worth it to go back to uni I've thought about doing further study and that's probably a no-go now because I've been working full-time for so long I think it would be pretty hard to go back to uni now I really love learning so I got to do that a lot while at uni cool yeah awesome (laughs) now you're working in lightning ridge now you're with me now but obviously you haven't (laughs) been the whole time and you mentioned before that you worked in chinchilla and those who don't know chinchilla is another little rural town in queensland yes did you always want to work rurally did you always know you wanted to work rurally or is it something that you just found yourself doing and here you are Um, I think my first interest for working rurally came when I was a student at uni. Um, My third year placement was actually in Chinchilla working um, as a rural generalist in the hospital there. Um, And it was incredible. I had an incredible clinical educator and um, I got to see the lifespan, which was just um, pretty amazing. Meet some really cool people. Um, luckily when I went there, I got that placement because, um, my mum's best friend lives in the town right next to Chinchilla Miles. So I got to stay with her and travel over to Chinchilla to work. And then when I applied for some jobs back in 2018, going on 2019, the jobs weren't as readily available as they are now. (laughs) So, um, put all my applications in for the Um, Queensland government jobs and whatever else I could find and I got offered um, Education Queensland um, in a few locations. I think there was um, St George, Roma, 
um, King Arroy and Chinchilla. And I was really excited because I'd been to Chinchilla. I knew all about it. I knew people there. I knew speeches there, which was awesome. And that kind of started my love for rural work. Working rural. Working rural. Yeah. Um, made some really cool friends. I got to move in with um, three teachers in Chinchilla, which was so much fun. Um, shout out to teachers. They work so hard. We love teachers. <laughs> we do. We always say we could never be teachers. No. <laughs> we, we have the kids. We do a lot of joints. We have the kids for an hour and we love them, but that is enough. Happy to give them back. Yes. Good on <laughs> teachers. Hard work. After my 12 months um, in Chinchilla, my um, partner, he got a job down Byron Way as a paramedic um, and I decided that I would follow him and move to a job in private practice on the Gold Coast. Um, And I was there for 12 months and it was really lovely working so close to the beach and having weekends um, on the Gold Coast. It was pretty amazing. But when uh, my partner got a transfer out to Lightning Ridge, um, I pretty much jumped at the opportunity to come out and work rurally again. There was not much hesitation other than moving eight hours away from the beach. (laughs) It's the worst part. The worst part, the worst part, but there's so many pros that outweigh the cons. So um, when um, my partner moved out um, to Lightning Ridge, I looked on um, job ads, sites. Job sites. Job sites. sites. We know what you mean. We know what you mean. (laughs) All those job sites. And there was nothing. I couldn't find a job in Lightning Ridge. And I was like, oh, we're going to have to do long distance. Which is the weirdest part because Mm. being rural, you know how many places want like need work and need workers and then you look on seek yeah. and i had There's someone message me the other day actually saying how do you get these rural mm. jobs i'm like it's I, it's hard yeah but yeah. yeah yeah well i had a look and there was nothing there so um, sam my partner moved out and we were doing long distance i was working on the gold coast it was pretty rough working um monday to friday i'd hardly see him so um when he came out, it was pretty much in the first um, week of him mentioning that I was a speech pathologist. I got um, about three job offers. Once people get win, <laughs> once they know. Um, so I got a call from um, Rob. Shout out. Best we love boss, Rob. Best boss ever. <laughs> and he pretty much, we just had a quick chat and he's like, you sound all over it and I'm keen to invite you to come work out in Lightning Ridge and um, at that time I hadn't been to Lightning Ridge before. So I said to Rob, I'm going to come and look at this town and see, (laughs) (laughs) um, see what it's like. Um, and I came out in the middle of summer, um, January, it was so hot, um, and hardly anything was open Mm. because, um, Lightning Ridge is a bit of a winter town. Everyone's here in winter. Everyone leaves in summer. (laughs) Everyone leaves in summer, but still had such a blast. There's so many things to do here, even with no one around. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I was here for a weekend and then I think I went back to work on the Tuesday, I think, and I gave Rob a call and said, I'd love to move out to Lightning Ridge and we made it all happen. And the rest is history. Yeah. The rest is history. Now, Beth started working with Outback Therapy um, before there was a clinic, before Beth started working the same week that I started working at the Newcastle office mm-hmm. and that was when there was, it was just Beth, her little car, <laughs> there wasn't an office and she was an absolute trooper and she has pretty much started Outback Therapy from the ground up yeah. with obviously Rob's guidance and Rob's support, but you know, you've been here from the start. So I don't think it would have been what it is without you. So go Beth. Thanks, Molly. <laughs> 
Now, Beth, what is your favorite part about working rurally? Obviously, beside working and living with me, uh, <laughs> what is it about working rurally that is just so much better than, than metropolitan life, city life? Um, I think the first thing that got me was when I was trying to get some time off in my Gold Coast job and trying to get flexible work so that I could see my partner and come out to visit him in Lightning Ridge when we were doing long distance. There was just no opportunity to be flexible. Um, It was just Monday to Friday and that's all my bosses would allow me to do. And it was pretty rough. And then I spoke to Rob and said, is there possibility to be flexible? And he said, absolutely. He actually, quote, the world is your oyster <laughs> um, in my um, chat with him. So, which is pretty empowering. It's so empowering. hearing that is like, oh yeah, I could yeah, work here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to give a little bit of insight into that, what actually is your work roster? How, how have you been given a flexible working arrangement? So I'm interrupting this program. It's just started raining, <laughs> which is so sorry, What's so bizarre. <laughs> We're not used to this sorcery out here. Sorry, Beth, back to where you were. What's your work roster? Uh, So I'm able to line up with uh, my partner's work roster. So week on, week off for work gives us heaps of time to explore. So definitely the flexibility was something that got me really excited. Um, I really love camping like Holly. We love exploring. (laughs) Um, So being able to be flexible and um, work really, really hard while we're working, but then have some time to explore this amazing place is pretty special. Another thing, having some awesome funding for training. I have done more training than I could have ever dreamt of in the last almost two years that I've been out here. Mm. Um, Being able to do SOS and Hannon trainings, which are like dream trainings for speech pathologists to do that I would never be able to do in a metropolitan area. Especially so early in your career. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And I thought that, oh yeah, I'll do all these trainings and um, get up my resume, get it up to speed, and then (laughs) we can move back to metropolitan and I'll be um, all trained up, but um, we're not planning on going anywhere anytime soon, which is... um, Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Something yeah. about it once you're out here and once you sort of see what it's all like, yeah. it's pretty hard to leave. That's Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. What would you say to someone who's considering a rural career? Obviously, we know there's a bit of a stigma around rural, mm-hmm. rural life. If you're not from the country, if you've grown up in the city, you know, it can seem pretty isolating. And I guess moving, like you moved with, with your partner, your partner was already yeah. out here. But for someone that didn't have anyone out there, what would you say to someone that was that was considering that, that was 50-50, didn't know whether they would be suited or not? Yeah. If you're a student, I'd say do a rural <laughs> do a rural placement. Um a hundred percent. It was so awesome and just sparked my love for um yeah, doing working rural. Um so if you have that opportunity, absolutely take it. Um and you'll work out if it's for you while you're doing that if you're a new grad or you've been working out for a while just go for it (laughs) yeah just do it yeah yeah uh holly um was working in raymond terrace and um came out for was it a week a week yeah a week a month she's like oh i wouldn't mind maybe seeing this town and maybe working out here so she came (laughs) out to um have a little test run and it was obviously successful yeah (laughs) Yeah, it didn't end up that bad. I obviously obviously didn't hate it that much. Moved yeah. out here. Yeah. Yep. Give it a test run. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess um like if you're interested in it, go for a, go have a holiday out 
somewhere that you might want to work and have a chat with some people and it's amazing how you can talk to people and find jobs <laughs> beth would you feed into the stigma that being rural is isolating or being rural is lonely how would you what would you say to that definitely not absolutely not um we have an incredible group of friends who um are our family and we have family dinners um often like multiple times a week which was is just incredible before this job in lightning ridge um out in chinchilla as i said fortunate to live with um three teachers so there was an amazing community of friends that i made there too uh chinchilla being a bit of a bigger rural town it was uh, it was a little bit harder to make friends um i think there's a lot of people there who come in and out for work being a mining town um and kind of aren't there for too long and they aren't really ready to make friends. Whereas um, Lightning Ridge, eight hours away. Um, everyone's you, everyone's by themselves out here. Yeah, yeah. So you, you're forced to make friends and we have made lifelong friends that we are just so grateful for. Now, we do have a running joke in the friendship circle, Beth, that you are the word doctor. <laughs> when we play our favourite game of Bananagrams, we, yes, that is what you're referred to. Now, you're obviously very good with social interaction and social cues. That is part of your job. What would you say to someone who is struggling to make adult friends and needs a little bit of a, little bit of a pep talk? How, how can people approach them? Because it's not easy making adult friends. It is not easy. You don't easy. know who you're getting into. You no. don't know who you're getting into bed with. What's your tips? Um, I can put all my thanks down to uh, my beautiful dog, George. <laughs> <laughs> Write this um, down. Get a dog. Get a dog. Uh, we've got a pretty awesome park um, here in Lightning Ridge and um, we've made some really lovely friends who have very similar interests in their love of dogs um, down at the dog park, but also um, been involved in some little sporting groups. So we've played um, touch while we've been out here. I, Holly and I are regulars at the cafe, um, way too often, way too often, great coffees, um, shout out Opal Street Cafe, shout out, shout out, <laughs> and, um, yeah, just have a chat, um, to anyone you see. There's a lot of people who are down there pretty regularly who you bump into. I guess it's a bit of confidence to build up to a first hello, but once you have it, um, it's easy to go on from there. Another place, we have Great Bowls Club. We do. <laughs> Here in Lightning Ridge. Lawn play, Bowls. Play a bit of Lawn Bowls. That's a really good um, good place to... <laughs> our, our audience member is acting out charades. Our audience yes. member who we... Um, well, Beth met at the drug park, then I met through Beth, is charading to us all the fun things that we do. Um, <laughs> she's, diving club, adult diving club. Come on. Yeah. The adult diving club. She just did a triple backflip to demonstrate that. <laughs> Um, so yes, the diving club was something that I didn't participate in because I have a fear of jumping, Fair. but yes, a lot of people have made great friends through the diving club. Oh, pardon. Of course, the junior yes. USA Olympic team in 2000 <laughs> did use it as their training facility. I feel like this has just turned into a plug for lightning Ridge, as it should, because we need people to come and work, work with us. Um, we love lightning Ridge. We do. Yeah, we do. 
Um, I guess moral, just get involved in any of the community. Get involved, yeah. Yeah, activities. Rural towns are always, I find, way more welcoming and way oh, more. Oh, for sure. Like there's no like, oh, you're not a part of this club. You didn't grow up here. It's like, mm. yeah, the more people that can get amongst what the town is offering, yeah. the better. People love it. So definitely just get amongst what the town is offering. Yeah. I guess um, that it really shows in from my previous job um, on the Gold Coast, I made some really great friends at work, but I didn't make any other friends in any other way. So I was going to the gym and doing those sorts of everyday activities, but no one's really there to make friends. Mm. Um, and it was hard. Mm. It was really tricky. So, um, yeah, when you come out rural, you really make those connections. You see everyone everywhere. So, <laughs> um, I think that's the hard thing about making um, friends as an adult. Like you run into people and then you might see them again in like three weeks, yeah. but you see people every day all the time. So it's easy to build that connection really quickly. For sure. Yeah. Now to wrap this up, Beth, if you could go back in time and say anything to your university self, what would you say? I'd probably tell myself to chill out a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I was a pretty big stress head. Um, My partner had a nickname for me when I was going through exams and it was stressed Beth. Um, And he used to support me definitely, but steer clear when he (laughs) knew he needed to. Um, And none of that really matters anymore. I'm I'm glad that I um, was able to learn and um, I definitely love learning and I still love learning, but um, not stress and cause like tension in any relationships or anything like that. Mm. It's definitely not worth it. Um, everyone seems to get through it and, um, yeah. So just chill out a little bit. Definitely take a rural placement because it's made you very confident in getting a rural job. Hashtag go rural. Go rural. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any final messages, anything else before you go? Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for being the first, um, (laughs) the first guest. Just want to say another huge thank you to Beth for coming on to the podcast. Like I said at the start, I hope you guys enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed talking. Beth and I might do some future episodes together. We are both huge advocates for rural health and even bigger advocates for Lightning Ridge. So you will probably hear a little bit more from Beth, which is really exciting. Now, as I do with all my episodes recently, I wrap it up with the most stupid, irrelevant fun fact, just because that is my personality in a nutshell. Uh, And I've got a great one for you today. Did you know that elephants are the only mammal that cannot jump? Cannot jump, which when you think about it, I guess it makes sense because they don't really have knees. But surely there's other animals that can't jump. Look, I need to stop reading too much into these. Um, But yeah, that's your little fun fact. There are some really exciting episodes coming up in the next few weeks. I have got some really cool interviews that I am doing this week and they will roll out over the next few weeks with some absolute legends of the OT world. And yeah, if there's anyone you guys specifically want me to have an interview with, let me know. If you're not a member of the Facebook group, head on over. The link is in my Instagram bio. There's a link tree that goes straight to all my links and all my websites and things like that. But there is a link that will head straight over to the Facebook group. Have a join. Some people have suggested who they want me to interview. And if you want to be part of that, get amongst it. It is growing. And yeah, it's going to be a lovely little space. 
But that is all for me for this episode. Send me a message with what you think. Send me a message if you have any questions for Beth. I love working with speeches. They are such bundles of knowledge and she knows her stuff. So any questions for Beth, let me know. But that is all and I will talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. <laughs>